0: What's up folks, you're listening to Barikiwa Podcast, a podcast created to establish, encourage, and uplift you in faith, anchored on 1 Thessalonians 3.2. If you're looking for an uplifting, informative, and witty podcast, then this is the show for you. No greater than this No great love than this Mm -hmm. One may ask Does anyone understand where I am at And what I'm going through at this time of difficult uh, Global pandemic Does anyone remember me? Does anyone care? Does anyone love me? friends well, there might not be a uh, quite a certain answer to all these questions, but the fact is, God loves you, God cares and God minds you. To emphasize how seriously God does love us, I dare make this statement to ask, God loves us as much as He loves Jesus. He loves Jesus, yes, but He also loves us as much as He loves. Jesus. We need to ask God for a revelation of his great love towards us. It will change our lives forever. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Barikwa Podcast. My name is Jaden Steve. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. However, friends, many a time, even believers don't even uh, understand or maybe are confused as to whether what is going on in their lives is from God or from the devil. God is the one giving us life and Satan is the one trying to steal it. You may have heard statements like that. I don't know why God put this sickness on me. Perhaps he's trying to teach me something or... God allowed this accident in my life, you know, to humble me. Or this sickness, this death in our family indicates that maybe God is trying to teach us something as a family. Well, in all these statements, God is never the source of the war. It is Satan, the thief, who is stealing, killing and destroying. God teaches us by his word, not calamities, brothers and sisters, not pandemics, what is needed is a renewing of our minds to God's love, you know, for us without which would actually lead to a Christian's defeat, failure, or misery. God is love, and he is good and holyly good. The devil is bad and holyly evil. We should never confuse the two brothers and sisters. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, the Bible says, And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God, and God in him. God loves us, brothers and sisters, not because he has love, not because he is lovely. No, it's rather because he is love. God cannot help but love you and and me because love is his nature. He loves us out of the overflow. His love for you is not dependent on your performance, behavior, character, obedience, works, or anything you do or you don't do. His love is agape love. And this kind of love for you is completely unconditional. Hallelujah. He loves us out of the overflow. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of John chapter 3 verse 16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that so whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life that is love that he did not just love us but he so loved us listen to what he says in the book of uh, romans in case you may think that maybe he loves us because you were so good to him now the bible says in the book of romans chapter 5 verse 8 but god demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were still sinners christ died for us Begin to look at that love. The book of the same book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 7, the Bible says, Now most people would not be willing to die for an upright person. Though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good, but God showed us his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us where we were still sinners. What kind of love, brothers and sisters? The Father's capacity to love us is so great it will take eternity to even begin to perform it. His love for you is limitless. It's immeasurable. He loves you and I so much just as he loves Jesus. Here are just a few scriptural uh, reasons why I say this, brothers and sisters. Number one, we are redeemed. Galatians chapter 3 verse 19 the Bible says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19 Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. Verses 19 But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. As, uh the same Bible in the book of Re- Re- Revelation chapter 5 verse 9. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seal, for you are slain and have redeemed us uh, to God, you know, by your blood out of every tribe, every tongue, and every people and every nation. To redeem means to gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment. Before Adam and Eve fell, we belonged to God. Through disobedience and high treason, we sold ourselves to Satan, brothers and sisters, who then became the father and the lord of every sinner. One thing Jesus accomplished for us, friends, in his sacrifice is that he redeemed us back to the father. He brought us back to God. He regained us back to our father. Now we belong to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to this. You do not redeem or buy back anything you do not love or value. (laughs) The cost you are willing to pay to buy back an item reflects one, its value, two, your worth, the worth of uh, 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 its worth, I mean, and three, your love for that object. You mean? So you and I were redeemed or bought back by the priceless, pure, stingless, precious blood of Jesus Christ. The justice of God would not accept anything less than the sacrifice of his only begotten son in exchange for your life and mine. Hallelujah. Begin to see that picture. The righteousness of God, which is by nature, demands that sin be punished. The holiness of God is also by nature. He has said actually in his word, be holy for I am holy. Because it's his nature, demands that the sinner be punished. And where the rubber meets the road, when you provoke the justice, the righteousness of God, and when you provoke, the holiness of God, it attracts the wrath of God. And there was no perfect sacrifice, brothers and sisters, that would appease the wrath of God than the sacrifice of his only begotten son for you and I. That is the kind of love that I'm talking about. You cannot exchange your only begotten son for something that is lesser the value of what your son has, you know. So we must, we are much valued by God. He so loved us. He so care. He so remembers us brothers and sisters do you want to know how much God loves you well look at what he was willing to pay for your redemption look at what he was willing to give out his only begotten son hallelujah that's how much we mean to him that's how much he loves us number two the covenant that he made with Abraham the covenant that he made with Abraham Genesis chapter 22, verse 2, verse 12, verse 16 and 18. The Bible says, Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Verses 12, And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son. Mark that, your only son from me. Verse 16. And I said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Verse 17. Blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. Hallelujah. Verses 18 in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Time and time and space brothers and sisters that do not allow me for detailed explanation. But one aspect of a blood covenant is the exchange of possessions by two entering into a covenant. And we know all the qualities of a covenant, brothers and sisters. It goes something like this. Everything you own is mine, is now mine. Everything you own is now mine. And I have a right to ask you of any Everything you have whenever I want it. And everything I own is yours and you have a right to ask me of anything whenever you want it. This is the covenant clause that God exercised when he, de- uh, he demanded uh, of Abraham the life of his son Isaac. Abraham passed the test and in God's eyes, Abraham did not withhold his son Isaac on the account of his great love. For his God, haha. <laughs> Many years later, on the same mountain, God reciprocated and slew His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, for our Father Abraham, and through Him for us in His spiritual descendants. God did not withhold His only Son, Jesus Christ, on the account of the greater love He had for Abraham and His descendants. And you and I are part of the Abrahamic Covenant. Ooh, hallelujah! Why would God go out of His way to make such an expensive covenant? with apparently no gain to himself but all gain to a fallen man. Only one reason justifies. And that is because he so love you. Because he so love you. The works that Jesus did when he was here on earth. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, Each of you should look not only to their own interests but also to the interests of others. That your attitude and your attitude should be the same as that of Jesus Christ, who being the very nature God did not consider equality with God, and that is something to be grasped. But he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on the cross. (laughs) That he took the very nature of a servant and being found in appearance as man, he humbled himself to death, even death on the cross. And therefore, God, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that in that name every knee shall bow all things in heaven, all things on earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Therefore, brethren, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Brothers and sisters, working out your salvation is showcasing what God is doing inside you. Matthew, there's a difference between working in, working for, and working out. Jesus already worked for your salvation and God is working in you. When you are born again, you are born of the Spirit of God and God works in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. And for you is to work out, is to showcase out what you really believe and what you claim to confess. Why would God go out of his way to make such an expensive covenant with apparently no gain to himself but all gain to fallen men? One reason justifies these brothers and sisters. He is so loves you. He so loves you. Mm -hmm. He loves us out of the overflow. He loves us out of the overflow. Now see, Jesus Christ presented us innocent even though the evidence against us was enough to condemn us guilty. Can you imagine that kind of love? That he made us a members of a family. I mean, members of a family that we can choose to belong to. Can you imagine that? That he paid a debt that he did not owe for a people who had a debt they couldn't pay. Look at that kind of love. Number three, and the last point I want to make is, we know the Father loves us as much as he loves Jesus because Jesus plainly prayed it. John 17, verse 20 to 23. I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that they world may believe that you sent me, verses 22, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may uh, be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and that you have loved them as much as you have loved me. Hallelujah. In verse 23 Jesus was praying for the world to be able to look and see that the Father loves us as much as he loves Jesus. Brothers and sisters, the the revelation and the understanding and the acceptance of this truth will drive away any of the Satan's lies and condemnation and so set us free to receive the fullness of the Father's love, walking in the goodness of God in greater measure. Now, in this episode, we are going to talk about evangelism and mission. And for that is actually cause of us to go and share out love. But it was on our feeling that we cannot go share love that we don't understand first of all we have to understand that love grow in that love so that we can also share out of your overflow. When you are in a capacity to be able to expand your heart, to be able to accommodate people who are sinners, to be able to accommodate people and know that if it were not for the grace of God that you could also be there. It is only by the grace of God that you are set free from sin. So brothers and sisters I encourage you to know and believe that God really loves you as much as he loves Jesus. As I can I want you to go and, 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 and do your and, 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 and ask God, you know, to, to, to give us a revelation about the kind of love that He has released for us. The kind of love that He has given us. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. God has given us sufficient grace to be able to understand him and his function, the way he functions. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is my prayer, oh dear Jesus, that you're going to give us a revelation of your love that we are going to understand how much you work in the name of jesus as we go out and shine your light oh god that lord we may shine it more and more knowing that you have already fought the battle for us and even for our lives in the name of jesus first peter chapter 2 verses 9 but you are not like that for you are a chosen people you know you are a royal priest a holy nation God's very own possession As a resort. you can show others the goodness of God, for He has called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you had not identity, you had no identity as a people, now you are a people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Brothers and sisters, I want us to begin to see ourselves the way God sees us. I want us to begin to understand the way God understands us. I want us to be able to know the that we are the righteousness of god that jesus christ has justified us that he has paid the ransom for our sin and for all that we are in the name of jesus i want us to begin to proclaim what we believe in the mighty name of the lord i want us to begin to profess all our claims to the lord and give him praise and worship him and the response towards what he loves most you know when you understand God's love now, it calls for you to love what he loves. And what he loves is that all people, all nations be liberated back to him. His cry is for every people, every tongue, every nation, every language, get to worship him. May the Lord bless you so much as we continue endeavoring to work together in this journey. I want to leave you with the, book, with the, with the words of the psalmist in the book of Psalms chapter 67, which will be our pick-up point next time in, in in in, in in episode 6 the Bible says may God be gracious and merciful to you and cause his face to shine upon you that his ways be known on earth and his salvation among all nations may the nations praise you oh God yes may all nations praise you and that's why we are going to pick it up next time let the whole world sing for joy because you govern the nations with justice and guide the people of the whole world may the nations praise you oh God yes may all nations praise you. Then the earth will lead its harvest and God our God will richly bless us. Yes God will bless us and all the people all over the world will fear him in Jesus name. God bless you.